from the Centre for Cultural Training in Applied Photonics. Um, so I want to illustrate quite a few points that we've raised and we've been discussed by the Craig Kevin Daniel today. And so I've kind of adjusted what I'm going to say after uh, listening to the previous talk. Um, we are a centre of the doctoral training school and we do an engineering doctorate um, rather than the traditional PhD, which means our students, who we call research engineers, are actually in general based out in industry. And the projects that they work on are set by industry. Um, and some of our students are company employees, so we actually term them as research engineers rather than students because we have a mixture and um, company employees and traditional students that come out of the course as well. Um, my role um, is the academic program manager, and we have a director as well, Professor Derek Hay, but he's in conference in the States at the moment, so we can speak today. Um, we're an excerpt sponsored doctoral training centre, and we're on the future leaders and theme. So you'll see as we progress how that comes in the future leaders. Um, my role is to organise the professional and, and technical skills programme of the course. And so the top courses and there are some workshops that we run for the students. Something that was raised earlier was about welfare. Actually my role this wasn't foreseen, but I actually played quite a strong welfare element to my to my position because I'm not an academic supervisor. Um, so it's a, an impartial person for me to come to. So this is developed throughout the role. Um, and we do we get students see me as a first point of contact if they do have any more issues. Um, so we are in, in photonics, um, but we work across um, a range of disciplines. Um, as you can see here, um, so lasers, nanotechnology, biophotonics. Our people, our universities up the top there, we're administrative at any of what, but we're across five universities in Scotland. Um, and our companies that we work with are based across the whole of the UK. So in general, our students could be based in the south of South England, or we, we have about, about 30 across the central belt, about 50 to 60 students in that across the UK. There's a list of our industrial partners. You might recognise some of those names. Those are not in the scientific community. This is a mixture of big multinational companies as well as um, startup companies as well. Our history, we've been going to so sort of 2001, 2002. We take approximately 10 students and research engineers every year. Um, about one or two per year um, of those are female. Um, so we're in a very male dominated area. But we're working hard on that. Overview of the CTT, this is our um, structure of it. We have an independent advisory committee, we have um, a management committee made up of both academics and industrialists, an executive team, so the director, deputy director, myself, the administrators. But of course, I thought to note here is that research engineers have an academic supervisor and an industrial supervisor. And we manage this by having quarterly reviews. And twice a year, we, uh, they must have a face-to-face -face with both an academic and industrial supervisor in the same room. to keep them out there. Um, our structure for the first eight months, um, our cohort all starts September and they're all together. Um, we do talk parties at uh, master's level courses at St Andrews University, so physically there's located in St Andrews, um, doing photonics and optics theory. And they all physically moved to Glasgow, where the Glasgow Strathclyde, the do support engineering. So this gives them the broad education 
the volunteer call, which makes them you know, employable rather than the small focus of the, of the project. We also do um, accountancy, project management, and marketing. Now, they're part of the Edinburgh Business School MBA program. Um, so, the top courses that assess the game. And in later years, if the research engineer wants to go and study for an MBA, then they will pick towards that as well. So, the top sort of five there are all assessed formal courses, but we also have many unassessed workshops, systems engineering, risk management, literacy skills, thesis writing, project planning, along there as well. So, we bring the research engineers back to the faced, we look back as a cohort together again and run these workshops. We time them so that they're up for maybe the business courses or our conference as well. And we have an annual conference, we have student appraisals. Um, and also the expected outputs from the research engineers and the literature review, our annual appraisal reports, papers, patents, and um, depending on the company and the IP link to the project, we might not get so many papers, but we do get patents and um, internal company reports. We encourage public engagement as well, so that's very um, important for the future careers. So. Um, we have Carol Hill here at the bottom left, he's a fame lab. Um, we had a compulsory session at the Glasgow Science Centre and did the expert event and then the day of training in public engagement and then a day on the, on the floor of the Science Centre. Skill trainers, professional networks. So part of being that cohort, part of being all together um, with nearly the first year is building their professional network right from the start. Um, so some photos here of our, our, our workshop events and our conference. We have an international summer school every two years. So last year was in St Andrews and Photonic Systems for Sensing Metrology. But the main thing there is we had very influential speakers and um, they came from both industry and academia. So this was again about building a professional network of international students and UK students join us as well. And next year, our summer school is on innovation and entrepreneurship in Petronics. Um, so let me read some of uh, the perspectives of the research engineer. It helps to give an understanding of the research is conducted in an industrial setting. It's an exciting um, project to work on. The industrial supervisors, which is a holistic framework to development environment for each student, strives to improve the student company experience at each stage. Um, I just grabbed a couple of examples from each year of our, of our destinations of our engineers. So we are very much going for the future leaders. Um, so we've got project managers, senior engineers, R&D scientists, senior designers. Uh, uh, not just in the UK, but some of the United States are in Europe as well. Um, one of our um, alumnus, uh, Roger has been appointed the CEO of Edinburgh Instruments. Laser company. And another we have here today, David Khan, is going to speak next about his experience on the HD program. So um, I will let David introduce himself and give us a background on his experience <coughs> of being part of the CBD. <coughs> Thanks, Bill. So I'm David, I'm the founder of Harpsica, uh, which is a high, high tech company. Uh, based here in Edinburgh, and we work on uh, holographic three-dimensional displays. So um, I think it all started about 10 years ago when I noticed that 
3D was going to make a comeback in cinema and, and television. And I wasn't really very happy with it because um, it was based on glasses, which is not really a three-dimensional experience. It's an optical illusion created by two two-dimensional images, which has a lot of problems uh, with the way, um, uh, or conflicts, I should say, with the way uh, humans perceive uh, the natural world. And uh, because I wasn't very really happy with it, and these, this technology gives me headaches and nausea, I kind of want to make me kind of throw up. I thought, I always wondered why uh, nobody really uh, decided to do, uh, do this correctly. Uh, and any sci-fi fan, or even the academic community knows that the best way to make 3D images is using holographic technology. So maybe one thing Dawn didn't mention was photonics is all about science of light. And it's about manipulation of light, or in our case, the use of light. So uh, I, I actually uh, had been very unusually, I guess, for most doctoral programs, but not the uh, engineering doctoral program here at Waters. I actually worked uh, maybe 16 or 17 years in electronics and in the, in the public sector as well, uh, as, in, as well as a research center. So I guess uh, I was a bit more mature than, say, most people coming straight out of university and doing uh, 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 PhDs. Um, anyway, I, I started to uh, address some of the, the, the problems that I saw with uh, this kind of technology. Uh, I tried to do it on my own, in my basement, which had kind of mixed results. And I then realized I needed help. So I, and I realized I'd reached the limits of human knowledge at that time. And so I approached uh, the, the, the CDT um, and told them about the nature of the problem that I wanted to, to, to solve, uh, which was to make a 3D display that didn't need uh, uh, glasses. Um, and uh, to their credit, um, they, they went for it, um, which was a little bit unusual because there aren't many people who just walk up to a, a university and say, Oh, here's my idea, and will you fund it? Uh, so, and in this case they did. And you might see the profile of most of the companies that are involved in this program. They all tend to be big companies. Um, so you might see BAE Systems and Rolls-Royce and all these kind of companies, and that's fabulous. But frankly speaking, they don't really need the money. And if there are any nice results, they will, they will never admit that they came from a university. So, um, so the backbone of this project uh, was really, well, the backbone of the company was really formed by the output of this project. So, um, uh, in this project, basically, the main deliverable was this box that you see here. Um, it can produce images in three-dimensional space. They're about the size of your hand, and they're formed about this far out of the screen and they can change, you can do things like draw in mid-air. It's, uh, uh, so it's been patented. Uh, this is another difference with PhDs. So with uh, engineering doctoral programs, because they're more practical, patents actually count more like journal papers. Um, and I'd say conference papers count more than they would otherwise in, say, a PhD. 
So it's a lot more practical in that respect. We generally have about the same outputs, but there are a mixture of patterns and papers and internal complaint groups. And uh, we've had a lot of publicity, uh, so uh, I, I, you won't find many doctoral outputs that are featured on CNN or on Sky News or on The Gadget Show. Um, and uh, you don't show it on one of the slides, but the engineering doctoral program has quite a significant um, business and management uh, taught component. Basically, uh, we did five out of the nine modules of the MBA course, which uh, is very handy if you're starting up a company, because you, you need to write business plans and make financial forecasts and budgeting and, and accounting and project management and all this kind of stuff. So I had to uh, go out to the markets, raise money, um, so the company is funded by shareholders, but also by grants, and I must say a lot of, sort of in-kind contributions. So uh, the company was based for about seven years, it was based at Edinburgh University, uh, and we moved out of Edinburgh University last year, and we're now at Codebase, which is just down the road here uh, at Castle Terrace. It's uh, the biggest technology incubator in, in the UK. We're currently with uh, five people. Um, um, we're going to be six shortly. Uh, we're actually, so I've gone full circle. Uh, about uh, So last year we won a big European grant, over a, a million pounds, uh, to develop our next generation display that we're designing for medical imaging scanners, or CT MRI scanners. As part of this program, we're funding two, two PhDs, or one engineering doctorate and one PhD, and the engineering doctorate is in uh, is with uh, Dawn in applied photonics. Basically, this student is going to be doing the work that I don't have time to do because I have to deliver on all the other stuff that I've built. Um, and uh, we're, we're funding a second one in uh, medical imaging with King's College uh, London. Um, I've won a number of awards for this work, um, including uh, the Engineering Doctor uh, Association Writing Award. I think was Fumi there? Were you at that event? Yeah. Were you one of the judges? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's it basically. Um, so I think it's good to kind of go full circle and give back in a sense. But now we're funding an engineering doctorate. We're also looking for investment. We're aiming to sort of double in number in the next year and, and, and carry on from there. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you.